0: We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. This week, we're going to dive into one of the pillars of legend making that all pillars hinge on. Because if you don't have this, you will never be able to build your legend. And we'll also cover five ways that we can positively impact the world even before our legends are made. Because that's what we do. What up? Welcome to Legend Maker Radio. This show is designed to empower coaches and business owners just like you to craft your own legends and transform the world. I'm your host and fellow legend maker, Tanya Dhaka, and I'm thrilled to be your guide on this extraordinary journey. You see, we have the power to shape the future through sovereignty, determination, and an undying conviction. So Legend Maker Radio is here to give you the invaluable insights, the actionable strategies, and the captivating stories that you need to build not just a successful business, but your own enduring legacy that lives on and continues to do good in the world. So without further ado, let me shut the fuck up and dive into this week's episode and start building the legends that will rebuild the world. Welcome to Legend Maker Radio. So let's talk about this one pillar of legend making that must be in place in order for you to actually build your legend. Because this one thing impacts not just your business, it impacts your personal life. It impacts every facet of your life. And in order to be able to build your legend, you need to be able to call yourself on your shit. Let's talk about it. That that pillar, this pillar of legend making is sovereignty. Sovereignty is how you are able to maintain command of self, right? That is when you have full autonomy over your emotions rather than your emotions having autonomy over you. Now, I am not talking about um, sovereignty inside your relationships and whatever in terms of like what your your dynamic is with your partner or whatever. I'm talking in terms of uh, being able to build your business from a place of sovereignty that really allows you the freedom to stand when you need to stand, to speak when you need to speak, to say what needs to be said, without, or even with. Okay, let me just say that. Okay, hold on. I was going to say without uh, the the voices in your head uh, going off, but those voices are going to go off. Those things are going to be said. Those ideas, those those notions that uh, you know you're not good enough. You you haven't uh, done this well enough. So-and-so is doing it better. Why are you even trying? All of that crap that loads your head, right? will still be there. But someone who is sovereign is able to take control of those conversations and say, you know what? I appreciate you being here. I know you served a purpose and I am not shunning you. You are who you are and thank you. I'm going to move forward with my plan anyway, right? Like this is being able to recognize when you are procrastinating Understanding that you are putting it off not for creative purposes but out of fear. I don't want to do that because so and so has already done it and they've done it better. Okay, the world is huge, you still have a voice, they still have a voice, you have your audience, they have their audience. It is a matter of being able to stand alongside the voices that are in your head, alongside the fears that are in your chest, right? And allowing them to be, and then going forward anyway. I'm good, I'm going to do this anyway. I'm going to do this anyway. Sovereignty is the propeller behind your momentum, right? If you are focused, you are able to carry out your directives without procrastination, without excuses. How many times have you sat down to create and then found yourself doing something else or scrolling, looking for inspiration? You can't see my air quotes, but they're there, right? If you're like me and you become cognizant of this, you will find that it is shocking how many times a day your brain pulls you off course. You have to be cognizant of your patterns of behavior and you have to be cognizant of what you're doing so that you can say, I'm putting the brakes on this right now. And you do it without making yourself feel less than because you didn't and this is a process and the problem is everybody wants it to be fast everybody wants to to journal and and write out the the their affirmations and then the the ghosts in the machine just stop ghosting or being ghosts but that's not how it works our affirmations our visions they don't make those things disappear they just give us the courage to stand beside them to take command of the conversation, to say it's my turn to be heard now. So your business, your legend is deeply impacted by your level of sovereignty. And if you take a look at what you do now, what are the, the actions that consistently pull you off course? What conversations are you taking part in? What actions are you carrying out? What patterns of, of uh, thought are are happening Inside your head when you're not even thinking about it, right? Like you have to actually stop and say, what's going on? What like, and then having a conversation with yourself reveals, you know, what you're actually doing. If you're worried about what other people think, if you're worried that the house is not going to be perfect for your your partner and the kids because you've been working on your business or you're worrying that you're you're too old or you're too young or you're too plain or you're too much. Like these conversations, you don't even know sometimes you're having in your head. They're just there in the background playing over and over and over again. And these are the things that that dampen the fire, that dampen the, the, the fire in our belly, that steal our sovereignty, that keep us from building the legends that we want to build so that we can rebuild the world. So when we allow our sovereignty to be stolen, by the fear the doubt the shame the guilt the resentment the pain the struggle then we are also doing more damage than just not building our legend right we're doing more damage because we are not able to propel and and put momentum behind the the organizations the causes the charities that need our support like we can't save the world on our own right but we can help people that are out there working within their own specialties, like for ocean, like kiss the ground, right? They're struggling because we're struggling. I know it's not an exact correlation, humor me here, but if we could put our energy behind creating the legend that we know we're able to live, then we can put the resources behind those organizations that are doing the work that, that we want to help them do. So we're not only holding ourselves back, we're also holding back the aid that the orcas need, that the oceans need, that the soil needs, right? So what you have to do in order to create your legend is cultivate a level of sovereignty that allows you to show up with consistency, with conviction, in any light for any reason, right? Like you become so immune to thinking what, Jane is going to have to say about your new program, or did you build it right? Or did you like, you're going to have to cultivate a level of sovereignty that allows you to be excited by failing. Excited may be a little bit extreme. Okay. I get it. It might be a little bit extreme and, and I agree, but it can, it's possible. Like there are people that understand that failure is a good thing and they are not put off by it. They are not sent away they are not shunned and 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 pushed back by failure i am one of those people who is terrified of failure in fact i've recently discovered one of my biggest fears is being a failure like if you were to ask the voices in my head about my about my failures i those voices would tell you i have failed at everything i've ever tried to do they will tell you i have failed at everything i have ever tried to do That's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. When you've got three wolves, you're raising and two bunnies and a business and, and you have clients that are on, you know, other worldly planes of, of existence that are doing massive work in the world, as well as, um, uh, friends and, and, and family that are all doing their thing. It's a lot to think that you've never succeeded at anything. That's enough to sit my ass down and put my finger on Facebook, on the Facebook app and open it up and and have me sitting and doing nothing going, I can't do it. There's no point. So once I became aware of that voice and became aware that I've never failed, that the voice is a liar, that voice makes me think that I failed. I've never failed at anything. You've never failed at anything. Any failure you you think you've accomplished or, or whatever, like what is the word for that? What, any failure that you've experienced has never been a failure. You've never failed at anything. So if you have that voice in your head, like I have in mine, you can tell it, thank you. You can tell it its job is done now. You can tell it you're no longer scared of actually failing because you know failure doesn't exist. Failure doesn't exist. Even if you quit, failure doesn't, doesn't isn't part of the equation because you've learned something in your experience. Maybe you need to sit down and cognitively bring it out, but you've learned something. So even quitting doesn't qualify as failure. Failure does not exist. And when you're no longer afraid of failure or you're no longer afraid of not doing it well enough, because you've been told time and time again, that's not the way you do it. That's not the way you do it. That's not the way you do it. And in your mind, you're going, This is the way I do it. And you see very well that it's working. It's working fine. But somebody, some people along the way decided that that their way was the way it needed to be done, not the way you were doing it. So you have decided you can't do things the way they're supposed to be done. Again, I'm, I'm doing these air quotes and nobody's seen. <laughs> you decided that things are are you know, because you can't be done the way they're supposed to be done, that you can't do it. In order to be able to overcome those voices, you have to recognize those voices. I'm not saying that you need to dig back into the annals of time to find out where this voice came from. I feel like that's somewhat unproductive. I mean, I know that it has a purpose and it's nice to know, but in the end, in the end, what really happens when you know? So we don't need to go all the way back to where that emotion came from, but we have to go back to at least know what it is, right? So you have to have this conversation with yourself to find out why or what this voice is that you're hearing, what voice is controlling your mind and your life, and take it back. Take back that control, right? If you find yourself doom scrolling more than once a day or for more than five minutes a day, there's a problem. What is it? What voice is telling you to sit down and doom scroll all day long? What is it that you're avoiding? What pain do you think you're avoiding? A sovereignty is not only about maintaining control from the voices in our minds. It's also about maintaining control when it comes to others in our business. For example, if you have clients that are, Tim, you know, expanding the scope of your project outside of your scope, uh, your your established scope at the time of the the project began. That's a point that you need to bring up. That's that means you need to reclaim your sovereignty. No one should be extending the scope of your project. No one should be taking an hour and a half for an hour call or 45 minutes for a 20 minute call. If you have slated the time and it's been agreed on for your coaching session, that it would be X amount of time and you let it go over. It's not, that's not being kind. That's not showing a kindness to them. That's allowing them control over your sovereignty. You have a purpose and an agenda and you have to maintain that flow in order to be able to get it all done. And this comes to the kids too. Now I, like, Are you allowing them to uh, bring up last minute uh, projects for you that don't really have to be yours? You know, can you establish boundaries with your partner better because they come in from work and you've been, you know, dealing with clients all day and things haven't been arranged in the house the way that they think they should be arranged and yada, yada, yada. And you immediately begin to feel guilty, right? Where's that guilt coming from? Maintain your sovereignty and it may be that you mismanage your time and so things didn't get done because that doom scroll situation went a lot longer than than the 5 minutes you planned right it may be that you mismanage your time that does not give you a right to claim guilt or a feeling of guilt because they have pointed out some quote unquote wrong right all of this your your mental emotional physical state impacts your sovereignty, and your ability to run your business. And let me say this, if you are new to business and you are not sure how to really sell, sovereignty is the first step in being able to sell. Why? Because when you own up to what it is you're doing for yourself, for the people around you, and you are no longer apologetic about that, you claim your sovereignty. I see so many coaches, so many business owners starting out and it's like they don't know who they are or what they're doing. It's like, I have seen that people are making money doing this thing. I think I can do this thing. So I'm going to go and try and do this thing and make some money. There's nothing wrong with that, but you need to own it instead of imitate it. Own it don't imitate it and if you feel like you know this is the like this is the end all be all this is like if i if i draw the line in the sand and say this is who i am this is what i do then i can't ever change wrong that's wrong don't be afraid that you know next week or the week after you uh, you will announce that you're somebody else or you're doing something else it's fine i know business owners that i have watched take on role after role after role after role they change And they are unapologetic about it. It's okay to decide to do something different. But right now, whatever it is you're doing, don't imitate it, own it. Own it with a level of sovereignty, of conviction. That means your voice never shakes when you create a post or when you send out an email. You don't have a website, big fucking deal. Either go build one or do it without it. I've seen that happen many, many times. People have multi-million dollar businesses and they started out without a website. Yeah, but I don't wanna talk to people. Why don't you wanna talk to people? Because I don't wanna feel fake, okay? So don't feel fake. However you feel is in your control, right? Like I am all over the board with this. All of the ways where sovereignty comes into play, interplay and impact, not just how you are perceived by your audience, but how quickly you succeed in your business. You have to be willing to draw that line in the sand and say, this is me. This is who I am. This is who I help. This is how I do it. These are the hours that I do it, right? And then during those hours, stand up and do it. Without or not without, alongside the fear, alongside the doubt. Speak. Like you are royalty. You don't have to sound all haughty-taughty when you do that, but you know what I mean. Royalty is always very self-assured. And I'm not talking about fake it until you make it. I'm talking about owning where you are, who you are, and what you do, and not allowing anything outside of you to impact that emotion, that sovereignty. Feel your feelings, do it anyway. Feel your fear do it anyway. Feel your 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 shame, do it anyway. Feel your guilt, do it anyway. Now, what I want you to do, this is your solution for that. Practice becoming aware of what is going on in your mind. This is one of the biggest things that a lot of us do. We're like outside doing things outside of our minds. We don't really know what's going on inside, right? So become aware of your behaviors And if you have to just go in and and make a note of what your behaviors are throughout the course of the day for like a period of three to five days, just make a note of your actions. And then everywhere you see that you went off track or were doing things that you were not scheduled to do or slated to do for your business, ask yourself, why, what did you do instead? Why did you do that thing? Right? So become aware by making note of actions you're taking. So you can see the actions that were not aligned with with your vision, with your goal, with your mission, and then ask yourself why, and then find a new way to deal with it. Once you know the why and you're aware, you can make a new choice. Awareness um, is followed by choice, right? Now, that's your assignment for the next week as we wait for episode two to drop. I appreciate your time, but before I go, hold on. Like I've never done a podcast before. I do want to I'm I'm incorporating something into these into the Legend maker uh radio sessions that was not part of the copy arena, if if you know anything about that podcast that I used to have. Um and this uh in these sessions, we're going to cover a do good business each week, right? This is going to be like a do good business spotlight. Because the purpose of building our legends is not just to build a successful business, but to build a legacy, to build to build a legend that impacts society in a, in a positive way, right. To do the work that we all need to stand together to do. So I'm going to highlight businesses that I'm aware of, um, and give you access to the, or, or give you, uh, directions to their to their websites and all of that, so that you can check them out if you are so inclined. I'm assuming since you are here that, um, you are inclined to help do things good. So, uh, I'm not sure if you, anyway, the the businesses that we'll be highlighting are going to be related to, right, um, soil regeneration, ocean restoration, uh, wildlife, animal and wildlife uh, rescue, food uh, education, and others that come up. I'm going to leave it open. But for this week, our Do Good Business Spotlight is on 4Ocean. And I don't know if you are familiar with 4Ocean, but they are cleaning plastic out of the ocean. we have we actually support them, and um I have to get a new bracelet. I lost mine. mine got busted somehow. But um, anyway, Four ocean has pulled something like twenty five million pounds of plastic out of the ocean. And if you are familiar at all with the damage that plastic does, um, then you know what that looks like. You can check them out. But one of the things that that they do, though, is that they hire locals. They hire captains and and crewmates that are locals to go out and literally scrape the ocean for trash. And I think that's amazing. And I also know, and they know that what they're doing is basically like, it's kind of like putting out the fire as, as the, somebody is pouring gas on it at the other, other side, you know, that's a really bad analogy, (laughs) but I think, you know what I mean? It's like, because we're still using plastic. We're still using single use plastic um, that is ending up in the ocean. But they're there for now, and they're doing this work, and they've pulled 25 million pounds of plastic from the ocean. What they do is they recycle the plastic, they make jewelry out of it, and people get to uh, buy the bracelets, and they're really great as stackers. Um, They have a subscription set up. I think it's 20% when you uh, sign up for the subscription. But more than that, for every bracelet you buy, you help them pull a pound of plastic out of the ocean. A pound of plastic. So it's great. It's great for wildlife. It's great for um for the ocean itself. And and also if you can, do what you can to stop using single plastic as much as you can. So let me let me sort of uh, disclaimer this here. Um I am not about progress. I mean, I'm not about perfection. I'm about progress with this. Um, this is a no-shame avenue to doing good. Do what you can, do when you do what you can when you can, right? it doesn't put any stress or or strain on you to put like some metal straws in the, in the car. And so when you go through the drive-through um, to just tell them that you don't want a straw and just you have your metal straws in the car, I do that. Then the first time uh, I was like a daily Taco Bell uh, run individual. And most of the time I would just get a drink when I go through there and I would get my drink and tell them no straw. And they'd be like, what? Like, how are you doing this? And I'd just show them my straws. But anyway, it's a small thing anything that you can do um, is, is helpful. So do what you can to keep plastic out of your life as much as possible and help for ocean. Thank you so much for being here. And that brings us to the end of another episode of legend maker radio. I hope you found tremendous value in our conversation today. And I trust that it has ignited a fire within you to continue building your own legendary path. If you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe to Legend Maker Radio so you never miss an episode filled with wisdom to help you change your world and build your legend. And thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Tanya Daka, signing off with a reminder that together we can rebuild the world. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.